Hey, welcome once again to the Football Pandemic, where your host, Matthew and Josh, are here to talk football. Week three, looking forward to week four, and all the excitement that is the NFL. Hey, Josh, here we are, me and you again, back. Brandon has been boycotting the podcast. I think it's because uh, his Packers hadn't been doing as well as he wants. Now they're winning. I thought he'd be back this week, but he says, nope, I'm going to let Matthew and Josh talk about those Packers. So get ready, Packers fans. You're getting the non-Packer fan version today. But before we get to Packers. Because, I thought it was because we, we kind of kept trying to reduce his time on how he talks about backup centers and stuff you know i thought that might have been it but it might have been something different that may be every week i'm like okay uh, let's keep it tight here brandon and brandon's like how do i do that i've got 53 players to talk about (laughs) brandon we love you we miss you on here we want you back even if we do want you to keep that time Nice and tight. Hey, let's talk about some uh, stuff before we get into the actual football stuff of the week. I hear, I don't know because I'm not in this, but I hear that the several of the people from Better Known 15 have joined an all-kickers league. What in the world are we talking about here, Josh? So there's um, eight of us total. And, and, you know, it's basically people from the kickers, not from the kickers, from the old 15 league and a couple of my friends that you can just invite anybody. So all it is is literally there's three spots on a bench, and it is you know you just you just draft kickers basically. And the point uh, point system is set up at um, uh, PAT, or at point after attempts are five or made point after attempts are five points. Fields of ten zero to nineteen yards with ten points. Uh, Fields twenty to twenty nine yards is twenty. 30 to 39 is 30, 40 to 49 is 50, or 40 to 49 is 40, and then 50 plus is 50 points. So last week, um, I don't think you're ever going to see this in a, in a kicker, out of a kicker, because of point, no, regular point PPR. I beat one of my friends 245 points to 165 points, and Graham Gano of the Giants, 145 this points. is ridiculous. I, that's all I've got to say, I, guys. I, <laughs> I don't know how I brought it up. It was in our group chat or something. I was like, we should start a kickers only league or something like that. And you know, maybe like two kickers, a punter, two punters, and a long snapper. And then Brandon, like a couple hours later, he was like, all right, first 10 people or whatever it was, first eight people to join this league, it's only kickers, you know, gets in, whatever. And I was like, all right, I'm getting into this. This is my idea. Very good. Well, hey, uh, occasionally we will ask how the All Kickers League is going, but it will not dominate this podcast. But no. we're nice. It's nice to hear you guys doing a little something different, giving kickers love, because uh, as Pat McAfee likes to remind us, kickers and punters are football players too. So we got a kickers league. That's the trend. I'm not in that, but I uh, I will be interested to hear which kicker is amazing. I guess as we go. Uh, We have some news out of the NFL that the Pro Bowl is not going to be what it was in the past, but now it's going to be a flag football game and other, quote, fun events. Now, to be fair, this is kind of what it was last year, right? They went to a lot of fun events. They did all these like little competitions. The football game might as well have been flag football. And they actually did play like the, uh, what was it, Uh, high school girls flag football championship in in there somewhere like in halftime i don't know uh not sure to be honest i still don't think it's going to be that interesting to watch but uh maybe some of those competitions maybe we'll see i i rarely watch the pro bowl 
and I rarely watch, I, I watch even yeah. less those little competition things. So I don't know. We'll see. Somebody's mm-hmm. probably going to watch it. Probably some people from this podcast, but maybe not me. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, you know, they're changing from, you know, game to, I think more like event type things, you know, like how they recently implemented the dodgeball and the, you know, the four yard dash and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exciting. I the guess. Game, like the game, the game has been so like, you know, so dried out, you know, like how it's been to be in touch from like 10 years ago or 15 years ago when it's complete tackle football where, you know, you can hit people as hard as you want, et cetera, et cetera. So like, I feel like people are going to feel, feel like watched it less over the last 15 years, but that might, you know, increase now because you know, like it's only events, it's only dodgeball. It's only this stuff. I'm just hoping that they bring back the quarterback challenge, you know, like they did back in the nineties and two thousands, where it was like, mm-hmm. who can throw the farthest, who can, you know, have the best accuracy, whatever, you know? Yeah. That kind of you stuff know, would be fun. I mean, yeah, the truth is the game, the game was like completely ridiculous. Nobody was running full speed. Nobody was tackling. Nobody was trying, Exactly. but they have to kind of keep it there. People will still be named to the pro bowl, even though there's not a game because it has yeah. to do with pay incentives and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And so, and, you know, to kind of keep it when they get to that uh, Hall of Fame worthy, they'll be like, well, they were selected to this many Pro Bowls. And it's like, yeah, to play dodgeball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a way of saying they were the best in this year. I get that. So it's good to see them doing a change. Here's another change we got coming up uh, at the end of the football season every year during the Super Bowl. Everybody makes a big deal over who's going to perform at the halftime show. Most of the time, I don't care. Most of the time, I don't like it. Most of the time, I don't watch it, to be honest. I'm there for the football. But this year, we've got Rihanna. I was telling Josh just before this started, I, okay, I granted, I am not everybody, uh, but I have no idea what Rihanna sings. I know she's a singer, uh, but I could care less that Rihanna's going to be performing. So, bravo, Rihanna, you got the halftime show. I probably will tune out. And go get snacks, talk to people, and then come back when you're done. (laughs) Sorry, Rihanna. Nothing personal. All right. Hey, Josh, here's how we're going to do this today. Uh, in, in light of the fact that it's just us and there's no Brandon, here's, we're going to, we're going to set a, a timer on my watch for three minutes. And we're going to go around the various divisions, uh, AFC East, South, North, West, uh, same with the NFC. And we're just going to talk three minutes about like what we think is what the division looks like now. And in that, we're going to talk about our own teams. We're going to talk about what teams are surprises, yeah. etc. Uh, so I'm going to set my watch here for three minutes. And we're going to start with the AFC East. Let it begin. AFC East, what do you think, Josh? So Dolphins and Bills, more like the highlights of it, of this division, basically. Dolphins and Bills played. Bills played this week, Sunday, and everybody expected the Bills to win. I mean, everybody expected it to be a close game, you know, like twenty, like last minute field goal, twenty-two, twenty-two, nineteen, or something like that. Whatever, a field a field goal game, not like a multiple score, you know, double-digit yeah. win. But nobody expected. I don't think anybody expected. Very rarely people expected the Bills to the the Bills to lose. Sorry, I meant the Dolphins to win, but. Yeah. I just think that the Bills, I feel like they're still going to, they're still good. I mean, they're so great, but the Dolphins, I mean, they're elevated to such a high level that it's so surprising at this point. At this point, uh, I remember people talking about Tua and is Tua the guy, and I wasn't uh-huh. convinced. I wasn't convinced at all. Uh, I thought, eh, the Dolphins are probably going to struggle this year. They got a new head coach. They're still trying to hang in there with Tua. It's going to be rough. 
man, they've surprised me. Um, mm-hmm. the, the coach who is a supposedly a defensive minded coach, right? Um, comes no, in. Um, what? McDaniel. I think he, I think he came from San Francisco. He's like the offensive coordinator. Was something. he offensive? For some reason I was yeah, thinking defense. Well, guy, um, Brian Flores was a defensive guy. Well, it makes sense then that they're doing so much, uh, offensively uh you know watching Tua come back with those six touchdowns a week ago then come in and beat the bills this week i'm firmly coming to a place where i believe the dolphins might be a team you know you got uh mm-hmm. not just um the cheetah what's the name hill tyreek hill but you got waddle on that Tyree team hill. yeah and uh i mean he's got yeah. weapons you got like at every every uh, level and he seems to be playing good football he's worked on his motion and his throwing motion and so yeah, I'm I'm beginning to become a believer. Now, do I believe they're the best in the division? Well, right now, record-wise, no, they, they are. are. But well, I think yeah, it's going to be a are. fight. I think it's going to be a fight between them and the Bills. And the Bills uh, probably, you know, the Bills are suffering from a lot of injuries right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they caught them at a good week when a lot of people were injured. Hopefully, the Bills can get healthy uh, and not end up, like, losing all of those players for multiple games and really putting themselves in a hole. But I feel like they're definitely the two to look at. You look at the Patriots and the Jets, they're both at one and two, and uh, neither one of them are inspiring. Although Zach Wilson's coming back, right, for the Jets? Yeah, and uh, Mac Jones is injured for maybe a little bit of time. but He says that, but I read today, he said, don't count me out. Yeah. Don't count me out for week four. He's not, but... I don't really count those two teams in like any chance. I mean, it's Bill Belichick on the Patriots, but I don't really count these two teams with how well every other team in the divisions are doing and how well Bills and the Dolphins now, you know, two teams in that division above the Patriots are doing. I don't really count them in the playoff race at all right now. Yeah. All right. Well, so, um, I think our time just hit zero. I want to add something real quick. So, oh, you know, he's already going over time. He's already breaking the rules. I Go wanted ahead. to mention it when we were talking about the Bills page, the Bills Dolphins. So um, you saw probably saw a highlight of it, but you see like the, the whole butt punt thing. Yes, and I. So yesterday, instead they changed it, or I guess um, for Tom Peller, Tom Pelleroso, or whatever, can't really pronounce his last name, but um, he tweeted and it said a stat change with possible fantasy implications. So after you know, everybody in the fantasy game based off maybe two points or something might have been this, but. The whole quote-unquote butt punt thing has officially been changed by the NFL from block punt by the Bills to a negative one-yard punt by Thomas Morstead. It's true. It was uh, it was not officially blocked by not the blocked, Bills. Yeah. So it's a good stat change. Hopefully it doesn't change anybody's game and, and alter their season, but it would be kind of funny if it did. <laughs> hey, let's move on. Okay, we're going to move now to yeah. the... AFC South, one of my favorites. Uh, I no, think this I'm, is your division. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and start this one. And uh, obviously, um, the big surprise in the AFC South, I'm just looking at the big picture. The big surprise are the Jags. Um, mm-hmm. Are the Jags real? Um, because they came out and lost the first week versus the Commanders, right? That was week one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they almost uh, won, and then we kind of came back. Uh, yeah, they almost beat them. And so we thought, oh, that's Jags, whatever. They came out and tied the Colts in week two, and we thought, man, the Colts are just bad to lose, to tie with, I'm I'm sorry, they didn't tie, they they won against the Colts horribly, 24 to zero, Mm -hmm. Colts had zero. And we thought, man, the Colts are just, they just looked bad, and they did look bad, granted. This week, they came out and they beat, who did they beat this week? Oh, 
Chargers. The Chargers, yeah. right. Now, again, Chargers are suffering from some injuries yeah. uh, there, but it's it's not that they looked uh, like they were struggling and the Chargers were just horrible. In all of these games, Trevor Lawrence has gotten better each game. He's uh, oh, yeah. taking the throws that are given to him. You're seeing a well-put-together offense. It's like Doug Peterson is a better coach than Urban Meyer. And, I mean, anybody's a better coach than Urban Meyer. <laughs> and we're seeing Trevor Lawrence uh, take some steps. So, I don't know. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on those Jaguars. They may end up being the ones who win the AFC South, and nobody mm-hmm. predicted that to start this season. The Colts were the favorite. Titans were kind of maybe there as a second, but nobody thought Texans or Jags would be in there, and the Texans are not. Uh, Texans, really? I think, are yeah, yeah. still ranked lowest in the power rankings, but uh, the Jaguars are the big surprise. I'm really interested to see as the games move forward, because it's only three games, you know, but... If they continue to play how they are playing, obviously is is the success the re, is the reason for the Jack success more on the defensive side because their defense has been balling out turnover after turnover, sack after sack, or is it how how elevated or how much improved Trevor Lawrence has been? Yeah, I think it's a combination. I think he needs he needed to get to where he was like taking those little throws and then taking the big ones when he got them, mm-hmm. and he's doing that more now, and then that helps everybody. It helps the defense, and the defense helps him. So. I'm going to get to the Colts game before we get over time here. Okay. Uh, Colts did go in uh, 0-2 this week. Or I'm sorry, 0-1-1 because we had that tie to the Kansas City Chiefs. And I thought this was going to be a loss. And I thought the Colts uh, fans were going to be like rioting. And there was going to be calls for Frank Reich to be fired. And lo and behold, uh, the Colts won. Now, I was telling Josh this before, and I, I utterly believe it. It wasn't because we were so great. Our defense played Lights out. So did theirs. Uh, they got several hits on Matt Ryan clean. Uh, our offensive line is not looking good. Uh, uh, person after person just got through that line and sacked Ryan. Uh, they also made mistakes, though. They they had us put away pretty much, and a 15-yard penalty gave us a first down, let us run down for that final touchdown, and then an interception, which was good. That was our D again on, on Patrick Mahomes, sealed it, and we won. It gave us life. We've got to get some soul-searching and some things set right. We can still come back in this season. Um, and it was a tough team to beat. It was all our defense with a little bit of help from our offense. Um, Matt Ryan had some, some good plays. But the offensive line's not looking good. It was nice to see Alec Pierce get in there and make some great catches. It was great oh, yeah, to see Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman and back like a- making some great catches. It was great to see Jonathan Taylor getting used, getting those run opportunities. Even if they only got a couple yards, he was pounding and making them stay up there. And so the offensive scheme was looking better, but that offensive line has got to get better. If we're gonna like make any ways in this, uh, and if we get Shaq Leonard back, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other note I'll make before we leave this, uh, and we just hit time, so now I'm the one breaking the rules. Titans uh, did see Derrick Henry come back and run like a beast. We we were wondering yeah. if he was going to be back, and Josh, who had him in fantasy football, who was talking about like maybe in a few weeks I'll trade him. I bet that's all changed now, hasn't it? It's not all a change. I mean, it's like you know, it's, it may be a one game fluke. I gotta see before it happens. You know what I mean? I mean, I've gotta wait a couple of games. I've gotta <laughs> see now. See. So everybody who might be interested in Derrick Henry, keep an eye on what's going on with Josh and his fantasy football team because he may be on the trading block. 
Hey, let's move to the AFC North now. AFC North, Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. I'm going to let you lead off on this one. What do you see when you look at the snapshot of the AFC North? Well, I, of course, I easily see a Ravens team that can... They looked like last year. I mean, like we don't. It was only three weeks, like we keep saying, but they looked like last year. But are we gonna are they gonna change from the last year that happened where they were like I think they were like seven and three or something, and then they ended up like nine and eight and out of the playoffs, you know, or something like that. It was like a, they had, they choked at the end of the year, basically. Or are we gonna see a Ravens team completely, you know, revamped, you know, go into the number one or two seed or whatever? Lamar's MVP, et cetera, et cetera. I can see that now, but it's hard to tell. I mean, like we just talked about the Dolphins. They lost to the Dolphins like a 24-point comeback. Um, is the Dolphins that good, or are the Ravens just – were the Ravens just like done and they thought they – you know, they were, they were they playing to not lose or were they, you know, the Dolphins that could have basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to tell because, I mean, they played somewhat easy teams, I believe. I mean, they played uh, the Steelers, which is – they're not the Steelers with Big Ben like 10 years ago. They played the um, the Panthers, and then they played the Jets. So they've all been easy teams, easy teams that Jeff Jacoby Brissett can easily handle. Mm-hmm. So if that can, can – they play the Chargers this coming week. So, I mean, that would be kind of a real test. It's Herbert playing also. But um, the Bengals, I mean, that's the key right I mean, the Bengals' Super Bowl, you know, appearance last year, they're kind of, like, slow to get going right now. Here's my thoughts on the AFC North. Uh, I'll start at where you left off. The Bengals – looked good this last weekend. They looked like they were starting to get it together. They need to keep doing that. Now, they're only one game down. This is a very uh, split division. Yeah. We've got two teams at 2-1 and one and two teams at 1-2. and two. It's not like anybody's run away with it. We have no 3-0s yet. We have no 0-3s. Uh, so the Bengals can get back into it. Steelers, I don't believe in Mitch Trubisky, and I think he's going to hold them yeah. back. He's going to be the bottleneck all year. It's a pretty town. And the fact that they lost T.J. Watt with that torn peck, uh, I don't think they oh, yeah. can. I don't think they can overcome those two things, Mitch Trubisky and T.J. Watt being out. Uh, I think that's going to keep them from making the playoffs. The Ravens, <laughs> you got Lamar Jackson looking like an MVP, and he could, or he mm-hmm. could look like an MVP and the team doesn't win enough. It's it's always that with with that team. Yeah. It's yeah. like he he always looks good, but is it enough? And then the Browns are a surprise for me, and um, it's a surprise because I remember Jacoby Brissett being on the Colts. Uh, and he was always mm-hmm. a good guy, loved him, a uh, good game manager, but he was never like amazing. And the truth is, he's not amazing right now. He's adequate. But Nick Chubb is running like a madman and uh, keeping their team in it. But like you said, they've only played three pretty bad teams. We've exactly. got to see. Yeah. yeah, we've got to see who they really are. My, my bet right now is on the Ravens and the Bengals to rise, yeah. rise in this group. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. And look at that right on time. And we're done. AFC West. AFC West, we got the Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, and Raiders. I'll start this one. Here's my big surprise. This was supposed to be the toughest, toughest uh, division, right? We talked about like, oh, there could be oh, four yeah. from this Four-team, division, except yeah. they're all beating up on each other. But you know what? They haven't looked great this year. This was the one we thought Everybody was exceeds. so unbeatable. Raiders, 0-3. That's the way we want to see Only Josh McDaniels. That's the way we want to see Josh McDaniels start because we all hate Josh McDaniels, especially Colts fans. So good for them. Uh, Chargers, though, one and two. I would not have expected that. Now there's injuries, lots of injuries, but they've got to find a way to work through those and get through those until they can get healthy again. Uh, Broncos, 
two and one. And let me just say that two and one is barely a two and one. That's an asterisk on it. Yeah. They have not looked dominant. They have not looked good. They are lucky to be getting two and one coming out of this three game stretch. Uh, Hopefully they begin to gel more and it gets better for them. The chiefs who have looked good, just looked horrible against the Colts this last week. And I credit the Colts win as much to all of the mistakes that the Chiefs made. I mean, a muffed punt at the very opening of that game that gave the Colts uh, four yards from a touchdown to start. Um, what, a, what a great way for the Colts. Uh, but it was because of the mistakes. It was because of that uh, penalty at the end that gave uh, a first down and gave new life to the Colts. It was just so many mistakes. Uh, the Chiefs, I think, will rebound from that. I think Andy Reid will come back, and next week you're going to see a pretty clean game. And so... I fully expect the Chiefs to win this coming week. Uh, I think in this one, for me, uh, Chiefs and Chargers, if they can get it together, Broncos, if they can get it together, I don't know. But it's not the unassailable division we thought it was. Yeah. Any thoughts from you on this division? I mean, like you were saying, the Raiders 0-3, only 0-3 team in the league. I mean, we have the 0-2 Tech, 0-2-1 Texans, but... um, they're not like, I mean, everybody hyped them up, you know. I mean, of course, we didn't know what to expect out of Josh McDaniels, but he came from, you know, a Patriots system, you know, Bill Belichick system. So we thought we'd, he'd be all right, you know. We have to work with what he has. And me and Brandon were talking about this a couple days ago in our group chat. It's like, it's, it's Brandon said, as a Packer fan, Brandon said, so Devontae, uh, does Devontae, Devontae want to come back or something? Because, or is he missing Aaron Rodgers? Or is he missing a Hall of Fame quarterback or something like that? He said, it's like, I don't know. I just think that they need to start. Meshing, like you said, meshing together, get it going because they have all the weapons. They have Renfro, they have Adams, they have Waller, they have, you know, they have Derek Carr, you know, who could pass the ball. No, no, Aaron Rodgers, but Derek Carr isn't like no bad quarterback either. They just need to get it going. And I feel like it's coming close to where they, you know, they, there's a line where like if they don't get it going, they're done for the season. You know, they won't make the playoffs type of deal. It's already a long shot at 0 3. Weak size. I feel like if at if they're zero and five or one and five or something like that by week six, I think they're out. They're done. Yeah. Yep. Well, I I I do like Derek Carr and Devontae oh, yeah. Adams and some of them, but I'm all for the Raiders being zero and three with Josh McDaniels as their leader. So <laughs> let's move on to the NFC East. NFC East, uh, one that is I'm going to let you start this one: uh, Eagles, mm-hmm. Cowboys, Giants, Commanders. Snapshot, what do you see in this division? Always the one we this call year, the NFC least. Oh yeah. What is NFC it this least, year? But NFC best, because I think right now they have the best win percentage out of any any division. But right now this team, this division looks, it's, it's full of unexpected. Eagles, 3-0, unexpected. Cowboys without Dak Prescott, 2-1, unexpected. Giants with everybody, 2-1, unexpected. <laughs> unexpected. I mean, come, I can see the commanders that wanted to. I mean, we even went through it like in July or something. We went like the whole NFL predicted thing. We predict them to the, to beat the Jaguars, lose to the Eagles, and then lose to the Lions. So we're three and zero technically on our predictions for the commanders. But Taylor is playing, you know, great for fantasy for me. But he's playing like an MVP in the NFL. Um, the Cowboys' defense. What is I? I'm not discrediting. Um, uh, Cooper Rush, the Cowboys, and how he plays, but the Cowboys' defense is completely the reason why any any of these games or why they're winning or 
close to winning these games when they win these games is because Michael Parsons and that defense has sack after sack after sack. The Giants, I'm still trying to figure this one out, honestly, because it's not like Daniel Jones is being great. <laughs> it might just be Brian Dabble, the head coach from Buffalo, off in the corner, just implementing something that's completely working for Daniel Jones and his you know, they have Saquon back. He's saying, you know, like Saquon like five years ago or whatever. Yeah. The, com- the Commanders, I mean, we, we technically predicted this, but I didn't expect it to be this bad. I mean, the offensive line is atrocious. I mean, they were like last year, they, they were like 10, ranked 10th overall, like passing and rushing, offensive line total, top 10 at least, I think it was. The defense was mediocre last year, but. With an improved quarterback and, you know, that expected top 10 offensive line or whatever it was, I expect them to be at least in these games. You know, not not like 24 to 8 or kind of in the Lions game, but we, we had to make a comeback to do, you know, not 24 to 0 at the end of the first half. So I don't think there's any upside for these this commander team right now, honestly. I mean, there it might be, but because they play Cooper Rush next week, but that defense has to... Like really work to complete to you know make Cooper Rush make these bad reads and make these throws, and it just hurt. It just hurts more that we're playing the Cowboys with Mike Parsons, with all these yeah. Marcus Lawrence, with all these pass rushers that are gonna completely destroy that offensive line. You know, Carson Wentz had, um, I think it was even seven or nine sacks against the Eagles. Nine. I'm betting, yeah, nine. I'm betting he has either. I'd be betting between as a range of eight to ten sacks the Cowboys have on him next week, unless the <laughs> offensive line has you know sort of miracle. But you know, maybe the maybe the miracle is that they're wearing you know the uh, the alternate helmets, whatever, like the black helmets and the black jerseys or whatever they're wearing them this week. That's the one thing. of the three times they're wearing them this season. So that might be the thing. And I promise you, just as a joke, if we win this game against the Cowboys, you know, everybody's gonna be like, as a joke, they'd be like. Dude, Ron Rivera, just keep wearing these jerseys the rest of the season. There are good bucks on or whatever, you know, but well, I don't expect to win against the Cowboys. Here's what I have to say about the NFC East. First off, I believe I was the only one who picked the Eagles to be really great this year at our pre-everything talk. Uh, everybody else one of the people that like No, no, you guys like, you guys thought oh, the Cowboys nice. were going to win this division and I'm like, guys, I believe in the Eagles. I think they're putting it together. Nick Sirianni's doing good things. And boy, I'm even surprised by how well they're doing. And the truth is, it's not that they look fluky in doing it. They're strong looking. Every part of their team looks good. And uh, that's exciting for Eagles fans. Uh, That's not so exciting for the rest of the NFC East. Cowboys, I will say this. Cooper Rush has won two games. Dak Prescott has won zero, right? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. think about that. Think about that. He Giants. Come, he is expected to come back this week, and if not next week. If they start losing, that's going to be funny. Giants, yeah. uh, like you, I'm at a loss for exactly why that is. Um, and uh, I thought it would be funny if they beat the Cowboys this week. I wish they would have, but they didn't. Um, and the Commanders. Uh, let's talk about the Commanders for a second. I feel like at the beginning of this year, both the commanders and the Colts were touting this like strong offensive line and it's going to be so good. And both of our quarterbacks are just getting killed. Mm -hmm. Both of them are getting like free runs. Now this week, uh, it looked worse for Carson last week. It looked worse for Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan had several people come through straight uh, and hit him. And these offensive lines have got to get together. If those quarterbacks are going to be able to do anything. And so yeah, I feel I feel bad for the commanders right now because they're not taking command in the right way, the way I wanted them to. Yeah. 
I really hate the whole Austin's line situation. Some fans, like, they'll, they'll be out there and be like, dude, Carson, we need to get him out of here. This is our last year, whatever. And well, some of it's fault. You know, the read time is, you know, the, the timing to throw is his fault. You know, he has the ball. But it is, I'd say 75% of the fault for, you know, getting all these sacks and all these turnovers and whatever is the offensive line. They don't have, you know, enough stability to keep Carson in the pocket or, you know, not sacked, I guess. Enough time to make him, you know, find Terry McLaurin deep down or, or Curtis Samuel on the slant or underneath or whatever. Yeah. So Carson, Carson Wentz keeps getting blamed for, you know, he's bad. We need to get rid of him. But you're not looking at the bigger picture of, like, Carson Wentz completely relies on the offensive line and whoever is blocking to protect him. And if he can't get that, then we can't win. We can't drive down the field, et cetera, et cetera. And I, Carson Wentz has been playing pretty good for, you know, how Carson, people say Carson Wentz should have been playing. Yeah, I think uh... – you know, there are quarterbacks who can lift a bad offensive line because they can move just right. We don't have mm-hmm. those. Carson Wentz is yeah, better. Yeah. Matt Ryan is not as good. They both need an offensive line, though. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's move on to the NFC North. Um, and Brandon's not here, so I'm going to start this one. We've got Vikings, Packers, Bears, and Lions. And that right now is how the standings go because the Vikings have beat the Packers. This may change because Aaron is starting to get some quarterback love. What's it? Dubs? Dobbs? Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. Yeah. The guy he talks about all the time. I think he caught all eight of his targets this last week. It looks like they're starting to build a chemistry. So I expect good things there. Uh, but right now the Vikings are in the in the front in the NFC North. But again, this is a division that's not that far apart. We got three two and one teams and one one and two. And that Lions team that's one and two, the two games they lost, they were really close to winning. They were really close to beating yeah. um, both of the those Eagles games. They lost by like four. And to the and Vikings. The they lost by like five or something, right? Yeah, and it was, it was because uh, he decided to punt it away on that fourth and four at the end of the game. Yeah. And instead of trusting that offense that had converted so many. Um, so... Uh, I still like Dan Campbell. I really hope they can get some of these games to fall their way. Um, but right now they're in the they're in the back behind even the Bears, which I don't have as much confidence in. Surprisingly, I don't. Um, I mean, and then the Vikings and the Packers at the top. I think the Packers are going to rise to the top. Unfortunately, or fortunately, fortunately for all you Packers fans, that's a fortunate thing. Uh, and I, for us. and the, the lions, what I, what I was saying, unfortunately about is I, I think the lions are kind of still, I think the lions are going to come up above the bears. I think the bears are going to be the bottom of this. What's mm-hmm. your thoughts? I do not, like you said, I do not trust the bears at all. And my number one reason is they've every game they've played. Well, they lost the Packers every game they've won. I'll say. They were losing one point. I mean, they came back against the 49ers in a monsoon of weather. So, I mean, they came back, you know, but maybe that was because of the weather. Maybe because that's because of the 49ers' bad play. I mean, it could go either way. But And then they beat the Texans by three points on a last-minute field goal. And that's also, you know, it's Texans. You know, it's not like anything crazy. I mean, maybe yeah. the Colts think they're crazy. crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's not anything crazy. To, you know, like, you know, I mean, it's not like a powerhouse team. And then they play the Giants this week, which they're two and one as they, as well as the Bears. And I don't know, like we were talking about earlier, like the, the Giants are such a wild card right now because is it Brian Dabble doing so many great things to you know make James good, 
or is it the fact that Saquon Barkley is back or is it the fact that, you know, other things that go into it? So that's kind of where we're at right now with the bears. And my number two thing is they do not pass. They cannot pass the ball for anything. They have, Oh, okay. <laughs> Justin Fields so far this season, he only has two touchdowns and those two touchdowns came against the 49ers week one. He has not had a touchdown since, um, Against the Packers, uh, seventy yards, one in, one touchdown or one interception, sorry, and a forty three point eight career, uh, forty three point eight passer rating against the Texans this past week, one hundred six yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, and a twenty seven point seven rating. And season wise, it's uh, it's three hundred yards, two touchdowns, four interceptions, and a fifty rating. He cannot pass the ball. They do not know how to pass the ball. Yeah. Well, we will see. We will see where this ends up as we develop more in the season. Let's move on now here to the NFC South. NFC South, we got the Buccaneers, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. Give me your snapshot before I talk a little bit. You start. Buccaneers, um, the defense played amazing last last I mean, against the Packers. The, the Packers just had, you know, they were up the whole game. Packers, the, the Buccaneers had to come back. But that defense had like two interceptions and another, would have been a third one if there wasn't a penalty and maybe a fumble against all on Rodgers. No fumbles against, you know, receivers, whatever. I don't believe. I'm pretty sure. But all of them were against Rodgers. Um, they just didn't have any weapons on offense. I mean, Mike Evans was suspended. Julio Jones is out. And I think Godwin was out also. So they had barely any weapons for Brady to work with. But that's also what Brady's famous for, you know, making all these no-name receivers come up and elevate, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was a close game. I'm not worried about the Buccaneers right now. They have Tom Brady. They have a defense. They have, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They have all these star players. And they're in a bad division. Um, the Falcons, I'm actually really impressed. I know they either one and two. But I'm actually really impressed with this team so far. Um. They of course they took the lead against the Saints, but they were up like twenty five to ten or something against the Saints, the Saints at one point, and then they lost by one. Um, the Rams they were down by like thirty one to three or thirty one to six or something. And they almost came back and won, and they beat the Seahawks, which of course is a bad team. But I'm really actually impressed with the, how the Falcons have played so far. The Panthers, I'm kind of surprised at how bad they've played so far because it's not like this. They have a bad quarterback, an average one in Baker Mayfield. I think it's just their coaching staff is terrible and everybody else under there. And the Saints, um, I can kind of go back and forth. I mean, I know Jameis Winston is playing with like a back, like six or seven back fractures, something like that. He said about like last week, or played two weeks straight with a back fracture, something like that. Um, but they've also been kind of playing bad. You know, the defense is supposed to be top five this year. It's not proving to be top five quite yet. And the quarterback player, James Winston, he was playing good last year before his injury, and he's not playing as good this season. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it's Sean Payton's gone. They don't have, they're trying to get used to a head coach, kind of like the Raiders. But I don't see this team being a playoff team. I don't see any of these teams being a playoff team except the Buccaneers. Yeah. So when I talk about the NFC South, I don't have a whole lot to say because I don't think the Panthers are great. I don't think the Saints are great. I don't think the Falcons are great. I'm like you. I don't see them any as playoff teams. Buccaneers, uh, I think they will do enough to get into the playoffs because they will win that division. And we'll see where they go. I mean, he, Tom Brady has to get some of his weapons back. Everybody, everybody he throws to is like gone. So he needs to Uh get some people back. I think they will be strong. I think they'll be the NFC South. This is, like you said, one of the worst divisions. We got this, the one we're getting ready to talk about, the AFC West, and then the AFC South. They're just, uh, they're, they're teams with like 
bad, bad yeah. divisions. Bad, 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 bad play, but not bad teams in general. So yeah. let's go ahead and talk about the NFC West. I'll start this one. We get the Rams, Cardinals, 49ers, and Seahawks. Started the year, the Seahawks were in the lead in that division. They won the first week and nobody else did win. And we thought, we were like, what in the world's going on? But then uh, correction happened. You know, we were three weeks in now. Rams are at the top, which is where I feel like they should be. Cardinals, mm-hmm. 49ers, and Seahawks are all one and two. And the truth is, I feel like the 49ers should be the second best team. Are they the second best team? They are in the standings. Right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, so yeah. 49ers feel like the second best team, but Garoppolo didn't inspire a lot of confidence this last week. Everybody was like, Garoppolo's back. Okay, we're great. And they didn't. They didn't look great. No. <laughs> and so now people are like, okay, this is why we started looking to Trey Lance in the first place. They've got some soul searching to do. Uh, the Cardinals are the Cardinals, and I just I don't have a lot of faith in them. And it really, really hurts them that they don't have DeAndre Hopkins for those first 10 games or whatever it is. And uh, maybe when he gets back, but by then I think it's going to be too late. And the Seahawks are what I thought the Seahawks were going to be when we started this year. Um, they're, they're going with Geno Smith, who is not inspiring. Uh, they're going with uh, what they said was going to be this new defense. That's not a new defense. Um, I think they're going to have some lumps this season, and mm-hmm. then they're going to draft high next next draft. I think basically you just, you just said it all. I mean, Rams expected. Cardinals I kind of expected it, but I really think they should be 0-3 at this point. I mean, the Raiders completely choked that game away. I mean, I guess, you know, props to the props to the Cardinals for coming back and you know, winning that game, but I really the Raiders not never should have won that or lost that game. The 49ers, I mean, I can I trust Jimmy G enough because he's done it, you know, year after year. He's made the playoffs wild card, even the Super Bowl year after year with the 49ers. I think it's just gonna come kind of get time to growing because it's, you know, whatever, but the Seahawks, they're right where they should be. I mean, like you said, they're going to draft high this year. So that's that's us going around the divisions in about three minutes each. We may have went over on a few of them, and we went under on a couple of them. So uh, I think all in all, we averaged a good time there. Uh, we're not doing Homer highlights. We did that within. We did that within. But we are going to talk a little bit about our fantasy football here for just a second. You know, we have you guys vote every week and we track those votes because whoever wins that vote thing at the end gets a free ice cream. So, uh, you know, this week, uh, Adam Caldwell, I'm sorry, you didn't do very good. You only got two right, four wrong. The best, Josh, our own Josh, helped here. Five and one. He is coming back. Yeah. I, was, I was five and one and five, sorry, in the week. And I was like, dude, Brandon's like, all right, I got the results. I'm like, that. I'll be on the podcast this week. So I was like, I probably went one and five again, didn't I? And I was like, he was like, yeah, you went five and one. I was like, oh, yeah, comeback season, baby. Two weeks in a row, five and one. And I'm second place. There you go. So that was the week. And then overall, uh, you know, our, our trailers, uh, Dylan and Brian, both only have seven correct, five incorrect. Uh, and then it kind of moves up. Chris and Adam and Ab- Abigail, you know, all the way up to uh, our top, Brandon Colmark. Somehow he's always up there. And oh, Jacob, yeah. I'm not sure which Jacob this is. Jacob with a C. Is that it, Nelson? I think it's 
McCormick. I think McCormick is the one McCormick. with the C. I'm not sure. I do not know. Just Sorry, Jacobs. We really should know this by now. We always just rely on Brandon to tell us which is which. Uh, but yeah. uh, that's the top, uh, closely followed by both Josh and myself at 11 and 7. We're a couple games back, but within striking distance. So uh, we'll be watching those all year. Uh, we do want to remind everybody here, uh, get on before tonight and vote for those uh, games uh, in fantasy to keep in that ice cream hunt. Uh, so uh, there's a bunch of games coming up. We'll let you get on and vote. If you go to the uh, Better Than Own 15 chat, you can find the link to that vote. Uh, really quickly, we're just going to kind of preview the games for week three, and then we're going to be done here today. Uh, let's start with the Packers and Patriots since uh, he's not here. He's not here. Uh, yeah, I'm going to tell you this. I fully expect the Packers to win. Uh, they're starting to get their yeah. chemistry together. Uh, the The Patriots have not looked great. Uh, and with Mac Jones questionable and maybe trying to play even, even hurt, I just think the Packers are going to win that one. That's at 325 on Sunday. Uh, Commanders and Cowboys. That will be an interesting one, right? Divisional mm-hmm. game. Uh, this is at 1 o'clock or uh, noon on Sunday. 12. Yeah. And uh, what do you think is going to happen here? I think you already kind of said it. I kind of already said it, but I like the defense is going to completely more so that's the the pass rushing. It's going to completely just terrorize Carson Wentz the whole game. I don't think we're going to have a de- a, um, a stable enough defense, or at least a, a good enough defense to to keep uh, to keep Cooper Rush contained, along with keeping. Um, uh, CeeDee Lamb, and if Michael Gallup plays, and all the receivers with how bad our secondary been playing to actually keep them, you know, locked down. I just don't think it's going to happen. I mean, it's the division game. It's at Dallas Stadium. You know, it's it, it's always up in the air with division games. I mean, any given Sunday, as they say, but I don't think this is our Sunday. Maybe it's the black uniforms, like I said, but I don't think this is our Sunday. Third game, Colts versus Titans, also at noon on Sunday. And I think both of these teams have looked bad. But last week, both of these teams looked a little better. They both got their first win. Um, And uh, I think it comes down to how strong is Derrick Henry looking and can the Colts get that offensive line protecting. So those two things are going to be the key. I think the Colts can have what it takes to win this game and this can be the start of them putting together some games and getting gelling as a team Uh, we've seen matt ryan still trying to get used to this offense and the language and you can see that it takes him just a a split second longer than it should to kind of figure out coverages and plays and how to call those i think as he gets more comfortable it can get better so i'm going to give this one to the colts but it's going to be close and i wouldn't be surprised if the titans titans win uh, until I yeah. until I see the Colts like really kind of put together two or three four games back to back, I don't have a whole lot of confidence just yet. But I think they have the um, advantage. Uh, well, I think they have the ability to do it if they can oh, yeah. put it together. So uh, I'm going to give the Colts there, but uh, again, wouldn't be surprised the Titans. So watch those games. Uh, those are the the games we're going to be looking for. And we uh, are excited to see what happens here in week, what is this, five, four? Three. Four. We've had three games already. So week four of the NFL. We'll see what happens. And we'll see you guys next time.